You're listening to Bleed TV, the only podcast today's best shows and movies. I'm Zach. I'm Jake. And I'm Cash. And tonight we got Into the Badlands. This was the eighth episode of second season. What was the title of this one? Sting of the Scorpion's Tail. It's good enough for me. I mean, it flows well. <laughs> I, I really enjoyed the title name. I don't know what it has to do with the episode, but... Completely clueless. I'm going to tell you right now, I've put it out there, you know, for Miles um, Miller to, you know, maybe join us like Al Goff did. And I'm hoping that maybe we get a little bit of explanation of the titles. That's one of my goals for the next interview we have with the guys is to, can you explain, is there like, is it metaphor? Are we is supposed symbolism? to know what these Are we supposed to be able to attach this and that or so on? Because right now we're striking two out of eight as something we can actually tangibly say, that makes total sense, you know, but the rest of them were like, Hey, twenty five percent. You know, I've done worse. Yeah, so uh, that's kind of where it's at. So, but uh, this one was directed by Stephen Fung. Uh, this is the, the second one in a row that we know about. It. Uh, by the way, thank you, Stephen, for uh, you know kind of pimping us a little bit on Twitter. Uh, we kind of had some differing opinions last episode, and I think this one might be an improvement. So, for at least for me, we'll, we'll see how it goes. But what did you guys think of the episode overall? I thought it was a fantastic episode, except for the beginning. I didn't like the beginning fight scene. It was a little too slow. I didn't feel like they were actually fighting. But outside of that, I love the rest of the episode. All right. What about it, bro? Uh, it was a little 50-50 on this one, kind of like you were last week. Yeah. There was just some, there's some things in there that, something I was hoping they would never put in another episode, they put in this episode. If we all want to just talk about the... Hold on. No. Pause. <laughs> Before we do that, <laughs> we'll get to that. I know where you're going. <laughs> I want to highlight this. You know, we missed Cash last week because, you know, he had his, his coughing aspirate. But do you realize that over 75% of, like, our predictions of this episode pretty much came to fruition based on a singular preview? That's why you guys stop watching those previews. I mean, do you realize that? I mean, do you, I went back and I listened to our last pod to check what our kind of our predictions were, and it kind of just... The only thing is, we remember a little off is we were like, oh, the final scene was, you know, you know, him putting the knife, you know, that stuff, yeah. in, which there was more to it, but it was pretty darn close. You know what I mean? Uh, but. And if uh, you watch the preview for next week, it's hella spoilers. I know it, man. I, I'm, I'm finna turn into cash and just be like, yeah, I'm done watching. Turn that man. off. Yeah. Um, stop it. God, I feel like we're watching like Terminator Genesis previews. Oh, you yeah. never want to be lumped with that in terms you know, of previews. I mean, you know, <laughs> I mean, it's like, hey, can't be lumped can we... with that for anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, really, no well, I mean, they got Khaleesi. Yeah. Uh, I don't know a real name. Oh, yeah, that's what, it, that's what you watch that one for. She should have just stayed with Thrones. Oh, <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> I tried. She blew it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, let, let's, I'm going to say overall, the episode for me. It was a little better than last week. I just didn't. What I feared the most was just the the. It was almost too fast paced to me. You know, in parts of it, it got to it got from A to Z really really quick. Okay. And then, like Jake said, there's two, there's one big one, and there's two other ones just like two moments that I was like, I'm straight calling. <laughs> what were you thinking? You know. But anyway, um, let's just start with the episode and get into it. It opens up, you see the new marker, this is Chow's uh, people, and her symbol is the peacock. Is that Am I, am I correct by that? That's what I saw in that, no, that logo. No, this isn't. No. This isn't Chow's people. It's uh, the wooden baron. No, I'm sorry. This is, um, what's his name? Oh, God, I knew his name too. That's right. Uh, the peacock symbol is of the, the guy, the very first fight scene we get, where we go into the room full of sheets, yeah. trying to figure out what the this hell the sheets were for. Scarface kind of looking guy. Yeah. Um, Dang, I don't remember his name. I know it. Gosh, I knew it. I had it too before we started the pod. But anyway, first question. What were the, the room full of sheets for? I'm, Any I'm, ideas? I'm not sure. Maybe that was his trade. Is he like a silk? Maybe he was a, like, a fabric trader. I could see him being very like fine fabric or something. You know, what was crazy about that place is, is that you know, outside it was a lot of farm animals and you know it was a unique barren establishment. It looked very rural. Does that make sense? With the way it was set up. Well, you know what it looked like? It looked like like a factory. Yeah. Textiles. You know what yeah, I mean? It, like you're taking the fur textile. of animals and different things like that. And so it was kind of curious to see that room with the, you know, the, the, the fabric hung and everything like that. Um, cool set piece. Baron you know, Hassan. There you go. Exactly. Um, 
Well, it's pretty neat, you know, and waste no time, you know, running a man through and getting to the first fight scene. It's just, I mean, was I the only one who didn't like this fight scene or did it just not feel like they were actually fighting? Well, like the slow motion stuff didn't feel like there's no power in any of their swings or anything to me. I don't know. You know, it didn't bother me a whole lot. You know, I was just kind of like, hmm, this room with sheets, you know. <laughs> I mean, I kept going back to the sheets, you know what I mean? I was kind of focused on the sheets myself. Um, and they didn't play much with the silhouettes, you know, attacking no. the silhouettes. They It was more just like running past them. It was quick right. camera work and a lot of noise, um, over, like you said, playing with it. And I'm with you. I was fine with the, the fight scene. I wasn't fine with the widow saying, the only thing I need from you is your head. I was just like, ugh, don't, cheese, don't, don't you, you don't need to say that. You know what I mean? You know, there's only one thing I need, and then do your business. Don't, don't say I have to lop your head off. You know, or I need your head or whatever like that. Yeah, and that it was just one little too much of a line. You know, cool effects. I like that he was pulled the knife out of his sleeve and went at her and you know and cut it and got the blood spray. The the arm cut was great. Yeah, I mean, slice his hand off. Yeah, I mean, it cool. Was, and yeah. so was the throat, neck slash, whatever, and just didn't even show it. Just the blood spatter. Yeah, all cool. Yeah, it was three a, words were unnecessary. That's right. You take those three words away, changes the caliber of the scene. It finishes strong going into the opening credits. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, but yeah, him losing an arm and the, you know, not seeing the neck was actually kind of cool. From the back side of his head. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I thought that was pretty neat. The blood spotter was awesome. So all that was well done. I know what you're saying, Cash, is that when you're surrounded by six butterflies, you've never seen anybody else last longer than four seconds. You know what I mean? And this is the first time that he, you know, this Baron, this is the first guy who can actually see the butterfly stars yeah. coming at him and he's able to deflect two of them. You know, every other time you've ever seen one, it's by the time you realize it's already it's stuck always, in your forehead. Yeah. You know what I mean? This guy is able to deflect two. And so I don't. I wouldn't call it a non plausibility, but it, it was the first time you've ever seen. It just felt different. Like I just yeah. the pace of it. Like I just. But you do want the barons to be able to be more. In this show, the barons have to have to be just as, as deadly as your region, or worse. You know, you're actually your best warrior is your baron in some. Supposedly, like I mean, we haven't gotten a definitive. Well, that's what answer they've set that. up. Yeah, that's what they've set up is that you know they're just as lethal as the next person in their crew. You know. And that's what made me always giggle about Jade, you know. I mean, a cog and give her a good, you know, sponge in the cut, and it's all, you know, it's over. Poor Jade. And uh, <laughs> so, you know, it is what it is. But going to say it goes to the opening credits, and voila, we're off to the episode. Um, it immediately goes to Sonny and Baji and MK, and they're at this destination. Now, the sign on the wall, Mexal. Did you see this? I did this not. This is such a call to... I was like, where's the Trump sign? Where is something else? I mean, like, are we really going to have where we're doing illegal crossing the border into the Badlands with a place called Mexal? With coyotes? With coyotes. I mean, I mean, you know what I'm saying? It's just like, this is like bad PC. I mean, this is... It's, it's, That's a nice little funny. Uh, you call it funny. I mean... <laughs> hey, my people can't even cross the border. Like, I mean... I don't know. It, I, to me, I was like, it was touch much for me. I mean, understandable. What What are you achieving by doing this? Nothing. I mean, re- really, you just made coyotes out to look like real shitty people. <laughs> <laughs> don't trust your coyotes. Yeah. yeah, believe it or not, never trust coyotes. Immigrating is bad. Yeah, I mean, and then of course, you know, we're tunneling in the wall. I mean, there's just so many. You know, anyway, no coyote I've ever met has a elaborate tunnel like this yes <laughs> no, but i did love Baji's and sunny's and mk's exchange to this whole thing can we trust them i mean yeah. <laughs> you know no. we paid them our yeah. coin's good you know he's yeah. like, like guys you know this is where you say thank you uh, i'll take it whatever it's just like i don't yeah. think you're gonna get that thank you Baji. did any of you think this was gonna go no absolutely all. not you know but i did think it was gonna go a little bit differently well unfortunately in the preview we saw the bus and they get on the bus. So it's like, oh, well, we're well aware of how this is going to end. <laughs> yeah, we know the bus does not survive its last trip here. Yeah. Another example, like you said, the preview just chainsawing your visual entertainment moving forward through the episode. 
And again, you know, it doesn't take long to go through one set of doors, go through the next set of doors, and voila, there, there's Chow's entire, you know, brigade. little posse and brigade there. And uh, I, I mean, so we know Chow is a human trafficker. Yes. Correct. That's she her deals, resource. Yeah, it's people. It's people. So this makes total sense to it me. It does. Like, you know, she's grabbing people and this is what she this is how she makes her, you know, her dough. If we all remember that classic American film, The Cowboy Way. Uh, oh my this is what happened. Good. Did you really <laughs> reference uh, <laughs> a rope sucking movie? That's we're <laughs> referencing this or calling it the American classic. We're talking Woody Harrelson and Kiefer Sutherland at their at their finest. One um, of the, one of my favorite comedies. You know, <laughs> but but remember what happens? It's like, oh, you think you're getting you know immigrated into the country, brought over, but really they're just tricking you into working a sweatshop. That's right. So. It's just what's happening. This is your freedom, but it's not yeah. really, you know. They just pay extra, and they just rob all these people. Um, so, yeah, this makes sense to me. This looks really legitimate, how shitty people would do. Yeah, I mean, I have no problem with the double-crossing right. and making coyotes look even worse than they really are, if possible. <laughs> all right, so what do we think about you know, godfathering this thing with crossbows? Um, uh, a, I, I'm not sure if crossbows can go through a bus. I mean, I guess maybe if they can go through plate armor in history. There's not much to a bus wall. I mean, they're it is pretty thin simple. metal. Um, um, but but I'm my also, thing is just like lay low in the middle. Don't be near the. They were shooting these crossbow bolts through the window, at like the pillars on and the the hood and the fenders. <laughs> so I'm just like, hey, there ain't nobody over there. They're not hiding yeah. in the engine compartment. It but was maybe, purely. Let's see how. How many arrows are ruining this scene? <laughs> I mean, I didn't think about Chow's people. All right, dude, we just lost like 1,700 arrows into this bus. And they're non-recoverable, I'm yeah. <laughs> yeah, You know, for later in the episode when Chow's running out of ammunition, it's probably because she's letting people hey, fire every the bus. <laughs> well, and, and not to mention... If you go on inside the bus, there's a baji shaped flat space with crossbow bolts all around him. <laughs> yes. You know, because he's just that. like leaned up against the wall and all these spikes sticking out. You know, it's like, oh, well, there where they were, that's where they were hiding. It's like perfect gaps under their <laughs> arms. You know? Yeah, that's the Wiley Coyote me. shit. The shape of the 300 pound man, we might have wanted to shoot just one in the middle. That's what bothered me. I thought it was cool to do like an homage of them shooting the bus up. I thought it was neat that you did have arrows that went through and some that didn't and so on. What I didn't like is, is to have that many go pierce through or the ones that had pierced through the wall and were halfway through the stuck that not even nobody even got a nick. The wounded, not even, not even a piece of glass scraped somebody. You know, I mean, it was just like you said, Mbaji sitting there and he's turning and looking, and they're they're poking through right by him, and he's watching them. I'm like, I'm not leaning against that wall, you know? Well, no, I'll like I'm in the flat. middle, laying yeah. down in the middle of the aisle. I mean, and even if it did penetrate that wall, it wouldn't stick far in you. No, you know, and that was so. To me, this whole arrow thing was a really cool visual effect you could make for the show. I thought it was executed well. I liked that he didn't have every arrow blow through the wall because that would have been so awful. But I did not care for that they're all completely unscathed. That that right there was crap to me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Show one of them take an arrow partially into an arm or get scraped across. You know, something. You know. But even more than that, what I didn't like. I love the first part. He sends two guys on to fetch. Yes. Yeah. And they get tossed right out windows. And then immediately just send the entire brigade over there. Yeah. Like, okay, guys, circle well, just, the bus. Yeah, light it up with arrows. No big deal. But we already know that all three of them are unscathed. Yeah. Thank but, you, preview. But a single guy walks on there with his sword out, and it's like, oh, my God. We're dead. We're toast. We give up. We're done. You know what I mean? I just... I didn't understand. Because we know Sonny's good for taking out at least, what, 15 by himself? Anybody that came on that bus In a contained been, space? Yeah. Should have gone through some window of some kind. <laughs> yeah. They should have been, like, pulling the, the, you know, the bolts out of the thing and be like, let's go. <laughs> but also, how do none of them know who Sonny is? That was my biggest thing with this. I the biggest, Sonny's baddest clipper. His, he's known for his tattoos, though. So you, you're telling yeah, me... Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I feel what you're saying there, Cash, but you have to understand, like, I believe in the first season they talked about how 
there's not been a war with other barons. And so there's never been a need for them to exit outside of their boundaries into another baron's boundaries. And it's been that way for a while. So I don't think that's so much of an Maybe, issue. Maybe, but I mean, the guy who's killed over 400, I think is going to be well known. I, I, I in my you. opinion. I understand. Um, they immediately get, you know, they, they get captured and they're put into a prison at Chow's place. And... Sonny's grand plan, which I love the commentary. You know, Manji's like, you know, I'm a BSer. You know, your, your BS is what got us in here. You know, that kind of yeah. stuff. And, and I like they were all in separate uh, cells. They weren't well, all Baji and um, Sonny are in the, Sonny same, in the same cell. MK is Where the they, I thought guy. they were separated by a middle no. one. No, okay. they were they were stuck together. And and so he, he's like, I need to talk to the Baron. And he's like, why? And he lifts that shirt up. Thank you. That right there, if any other you know commentary was unnecessary. That is 100% the yeah. way to go. Like you said, those tattoos are going to... There's your cred. There's your resume right now, is, there. Do all Clippers from all Barons get the same tattoos? Or is that just a strictly... Um, uh, you know, we know Quinn's do for yeah. sure. Yeah. Even Quinn has them on him. We find out later. Oh, we, That um, was pretty Some cool. are really bad makeup jobs. Yes. By but, the way, because there's one that's smeared on his back shoulder. How they didn't catch it, I don't know. <laughs> I think that was a scar. Oh, I saw what you're talking about. It was a light faded version of one. It, it was, was brown though. That's what I'm saying. I think it was a scar. That is the best looking scar. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm going to pull bull crap. Anyway, gonna, anyway. I appreciate seeing Quinn having uh, that. That's true. You know, because he was a clipper at one time. So, um, immediately talks to Chow. Before you know it, they're BFFs. Here's the plan. You know, I need you to take your... And now, this guy, this guy is not her regents. This is another fellow, the bald guy. Because mm-hmm. we her her regent was the one that got stabbed in the foot. Yeah, he got killed during the... Uh, right, so this is a new the regent. Yeah, right. I mean, this guy could have gotten the promotion. Um, and it basically leads to Sonny wearing the cleanest white suit with the extra fancy buttons all down the left side of the... Oh, sorry. Buttons, yeah. nothing. These are buckles. Buckles all the way down. Personally, I really like the look. I thought his look was pretty cool. I just hate, uh, you know, he was gleaming white. Where everybody else had the dingiest, nasty white suits. Which, but I'll be honest with you, I was happy. Because if they all look pristine, I'd have been pissed. Yeah, I mean, that laundry bill would just be way too much. I mean. <laughs> and you deal with human trafficking, so there's mud and dirt everywhere. It's like. all ridiculous. <laughs> Why would you choose white? Why? White is a bad color. Because it looks good. You can't hide. You can't do anything. And if you're a killer, you're going to have blood all over you. If she was on a mountain in the snow, badass. I mean, we're talking about Don't ninjas. bring logic into this show. Yeah. <laughs> we have Everybody's got right. the colors, man. You're right, because all of them have the nipple clamp yeah. oh. in the center of their chest. <laughs> and that's totally necessary. It just seems like somebody is afraid they can't wear some fashion. It, uh, it that's what you sound like right now. But did you, did you see? I did. It, it wasn't connecting like two <laughs> pieces of clothing together. It was just a random buckle across the chest. <laughs> I got it makes them look swole. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> right. It's like, you, know, you see a mannequin, and it's like, man, that shirt looks good on that mannequin. But then you go to the back, and there's like this huge clamp on the back. <laughs> yeah, it's right. a shirt and a knot. Yeah, that's right. It's, it's like, like uh, uh, I see now. Yeah. That uh, won't look that way on me. <laughs> no. You're not supposed to wear it like it's that tight, but it's around the midsection, not anywhere around yeah. the chest. <laughs> yeah, they have rules against tying your shirts in a knot like that. <laughs> in polite society. <laughs> oh, good Lord. Anyway, but so yeah, they, we, we they, ha- they hatched this plan, and I mean, don't you feel bad for this new region? He's like, yeah, if, you know, we need to go over there and be a traitor. Yeah. You know, <laughs> walk right into the widow's lair and hope, you know. They don't murder you yeah. on the spot. Make sure they can find you. Should I wear the white outfit? Yeah. Do you think that's okay? <laughs> Shine it up a bit. Yeah. Really. <laughs> You know, but, and of course he visits Baji and, you know, and he's like, oh, you worthless piece of crap. You know, da, 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 da. And he drops the. Were you impressed with how well Sonny planned ahead on this plan? I mean, everything was pretty much thought about. Yeah. I don't I mean, know if like I saw that from it's Sonny. It's not like he had to come up with a real elaborate plan. The bottom line is, is that I'm valuable because I can do one thing and I need MK for this. And on my way over there, I'm going to slip him a, uh, slip him a, you know, a key to get out the door. I mean, there's hey, I mean, you think about grabbing elaborate that key. plan, but it was well executed and well put together. 
Yeah, I didn't have too much problem with this. I didn't, I didn't no. think it was convenient or anything like that. I thought no, it was pretty I well thought, done. If anything, it was the most plausible. It was. And I love that the that Chow took it and was like, look, this is a win-win situation. It is. If he dies, awesome. If he doesn't, the widow's dead. So I have nothing to lose. And yeah. I, I thought that was very, and she was quick to the point with it. No doubt. Let's cut back over to the widow. Now, there's a scene in, around this time where widow and her crew visit Quinn down in his lair and they compare boxes. Exchange heads. Yeah. <laughs> and poor old knuckle duster. I dead. mean, don't even get to see his house. I no. mean, chubby knuckles. We lost him, man. Yeah. I was like, uh, I would have rather seen that invasion than the one we saw with widow. Sadly, I, I really wanted to see them both. I think it would have been disappointed, but that lard, you would have seen him die in a bathtub. That's how he would have died. Oh, yeah. Quinn's not. Uh, yeah, yeah no. just ran him through while he's taking his tub. No, you just probably would have seen him get his throat cut and just fill the water up with. Because look at him. He's an oaf. <laughs> yeah, I mean, dude, how about the boxes with the rest of the, the rest There's of the, the family? Yeah. yeah wife mean, and children. Wife heads. and children. And the daughters. <sighs> Pretty Quinn, dark stuff. Quinn very is dark. Ruthless. Very, very dark. There was a comparison on social media where, like, man, it's like Game of Thrones around here. Da, 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 da. That's like, no, it's not Game of Thrones. Because if it was Game of Thrones, all the boxes would have been open for you to see. They'd <laughs> <laughs> have been on spikes yeah. for your display on pleasure. Sticks, you know, yeah. <laughs> and shooting their arrows at it, you know. Oh, we're supposed to put them in boxes? <laughs> my, my bad. <laughs> my bad. My bad. <laughs> my bad. <laughs> Who made these really nice boxes for heads? <laughs> yeah, I thought you meant like. Brillo sacks, yes. like I got here. <laughs> it's like I was watching Seven, but you know Joffrey fit a little bit better. Yeah. So what's in the box? <laughs> <laughs> there it went. Uh, there it went. Um, so they walk away. You know what I'm noticing in this scene right here is that you see Tilda, you see Vale, like that, and I'm looking around, and we ain't got fifteen, twenty guys. We got a heck of a lot more than oh, 15 to 20 guys. Solid 40, 50 in there now. And I was like shaking my head, like, where did these SOBs come from? <laughs> you know, because they're all grunge. They're all, you know, like they're all the same, tore from the same cloth. I mean, they, they just, Wait. I was shaking my head, man. They did not have this force. Their numbers multiply many times during this episode. Has Quinn's regent passed away? Yeah, he, he was died? MIA. Was that yeah, we one? got two new guys. Yeah, we got this bald head guy with a jaw that was way out there, and some other guy who's you know fuzzy hair, weird wrinkly face. Yeah, and it was like, what? what okay, the? I was making sure I wasn't the only one who was. Yeah, like, um, that way he was MIA. You know. Um, yeah. He must have been the Port John during the these scenes or something. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> oh, there's all these important moments where the widow's coming. <laughs> He's out there taking a deuce. Yeah. 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 Well, it takes him 20 minutes to get all the knives off and the leather. And everything <laughs> here. It's pretty tough. Where is he? He's taking a crap. It'll be an yeah. hour before he gets back here. You know? He's like a mascot. <laughs> takes him a while. But, you know. We uh, had the uh, Quinn and, like you said, Vale, or not Quinn, the Tilda and Vale scene, which there was a lot of emotion. There was, you know, and I think this is just the beginning of the what the preview spoils is that, you know, the ter- the turmoil that's going to create with Tilda and the widow and learning that, you know, Vale was given back and all that kind of stuff. It was all right. You know, I mean, there wasn't, it was, I think it was just to get that point across. You know what I mean? That, you know, you think your mother is high and mighty, but you don't realize that she's sacrificing all of what she considers her to be who she is to achieve a goal. You know, that makes you no better than what you're siding with, you know, which she's got a great point, you know. I mean, if you have to become the enemy to achieve your goal, then you are the enemy, you know what I mean? So, I don't know. I mean, that's pretty good. I thought Vale said it good. She's a predator. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just. No, I, mean, I thought it was great acting. Like, they used all the, it was the right length of time. Well, I'm going to tell you, the MVP for the episode for me was Vale's character. You know, to me, she did a lot of stuff this episode that was like, that was pretty rough to watch. You Her know? physical acting was like yeah. Out of to this me, world. You know, like you know, I've kind of like like last episode, MK kind of stole the scene for me. I think Vale had the hardest and yet accomplished it well spot for the entire episode. We owe it all to the guy who runs around with the spray bottle. And oh, dude, it's on chest. my notes right now. Even her 
right above her chest. cleavage, which yeah. is dripping with sweat. Her forehead and, and chest are. What boring. kills me is this baby's wrapped up like four layers, like a burrito. You know, that baby's got to have, like, sweat like you have never... I mean, it's probably 27 pounds extra of just sweat residue. <laughs> this child's and, running a blazing fever. <laughs> He's a steady 103. Yeah. You know, I mean... That thing no, ought to be it, just a diaper running around. He's <laughs> cooking. Just change his name to Poach. It, man. Just, let's be honest. Phil's a terrible mother. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> and we've lost everybody. She is sweat cooking that child. You know it would have been mean? better if Lydia got her. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, gosh. So he comes back, why is my baby red? Yeah. <laughs> is it a lobster? Yeah, really. He's partially yeah. cooked. <laughs> I mean, just imagine the chafing this oh, poor child God. is enduring. Uh, yeah. Yeah. This would be fussy baby. Have y'all noticed that even in the social media, we've never seen the baby changed or cleaned? Yeah, I don't yeah. care. I mean, I, I'm okay. Some people that. brought that up, like you know, it's like saying Jack Bauer never used the bathroom. Okay, like we get it. <laughs> we it's got it. You know, it's just something that was brought up. You know, when we were talking about the baby itself. You know, all right. So let's just go ahead and finish the whole Quinn Vale thing. You know, the whole nine yards. It basically leads to where we have dinner. The with bloody the, steak. the bloodiest the, steak, no okay, command. Like, this I'm, looks borderline like grape like, juice on it. I, I'm so a nice. fan of medium rare, like maybe a little bit leaning towards rare. This thing, I don't even think it saw the fire. No, the like, thing was still moving. Like, you know, I, as Rodney Dangerfield, he just had the jockey mark yeah. still on it. You know what I mean? But do we need to bring back Cowboy Way once again? <laughs> yes, I know. Knocked horns off, off wipe his ass. ass Total plate. plate. <laughs> Not once, but twice we were able to bring yeah, right. back a classic. That is right, you know. Uh, but, but yeah, that... that it was I mean, rough. Just kill it on the you table. Know, my wife, who loves everything to be done, you know, I'm like, come on, baby. You know, <laughs> the little red's not bad for you. She was over there going, ah, ah, gagging and everything else. I was like, calm it down, sweet case. Yeah. Calm it down. But, I mean, his classic line ender of, guys, hurry up. Your meat's going to get cold. I was done. <laughs> yeah, I was really? like, <laughs> um, uh, I'm going, going to the restroom yeah. now. <laughs> this meat ain't. It's yeah. still got a pulse. I mean. <laughs> got a pulse. Why is there so much blood on the plate? Why, is, like, that, boop, why boop, is my steak boop, moving when I go to stab it? <laughs> it's still screaming. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh my, God. All right. We're done. This <laughs> bleeds Cash mooing over here. Hey, <laughs> yeah, really, I mean, Way to take it to the next level. Right that there. steak was at the next level. <laughs> or the first level. However you want to call it. Oh, good God. Anyway. So, as they're continuing to devour the steak as it cries, um, they come up with the genius idea of, you know, I'll never let the baby out of my sight again. By you be quit. <laughs> yeah. And we're going to get married. I'm going to have as many wives. And, I, you know, I was really surprised. We This was kind of like a rerun of how he did Lydia with Jade. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, I was kind of surprised we even got through this again. And she's like, no, and... It ain't gonna happen, and you know, and then you just he kinda, drops it on her though. Yeah. Well, I could just raise him by myself. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> With you dead. Yeah, considering you're cooking him already, you know. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it might be I, better for the child. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So she realizes, and Lydia, you know, gives her advice. You know, think about this and think about that. The bottom line is, you have to endure this for one night and. Or future to be able to, you know, to have a future with your child, you know, and which, you know, like she said, there's no way and so on. And I think there was about 99% of women out there who would agree with her, you know, assessment of the situation. Oh yeah. Just give away your child. <laughs> Screw your child. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can't deal with one night of passionate love from Quinn. <laughs> passionate, huh? Yeah. That's there exactly what this was going to be. That way to spit it. I mean, I'm just saying. So, it was about you sound a, like the guy who had the horse, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was one night of passion. Over here, like He's little dead fingers. Sansa, just have one night of passionate love with me. <laughs> yeah, You'll be fine. <laughs> It'll be uh, okay. Yeah, okay. Anyway. You tell me the woman who gives up their infant child for one... Man, there are women in this world who give up children for their next trick or their next drug dose or whatever you want to say. Uh, it's, uh, you know, this is... This is not that. But. This is true. Vale's a huge junkie. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, she does have a giant bottle of cocaine in her mouth. That's why she's yeah. sweating so much. She she's got withdrawals. So <laughs> <laughs> you see her jowls moving. <laughs> <laughs> All right, enough. <laughs> anyway, so we get to the marriage. And 
Dude, how about this ceremony? This is actually pretty cool. Like, I really enjoyed seeing this marriage ceremony. I'm going to be honest with you. You know, I was watching this, and I watched it two or three times, and I was like, you know, we hadn't had a chance to really talk about a set piece yet. You know what I mean? And I was like, all right, this is pretty neat. There must have been a thousand candles. I can believe that she was sweating that much with all of those candles around her. I mean, that thing had to be a hot box. And Quinn was wearing that rug. I mean, that thing, <laughs> that's what it was to me, man. I love the costumes in this show. Yes. Not a fan of his marital garb. No, it it literally looked like you picked it off the floor, dusted it, and put a hole in it and wrapped it <laughs> in it. I felt like the only thing missing was the steel plate under it and Clint Eastwood's hat. You know what I mean? Uh, a duster, <laughs> a poncho. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, was, it, it just seemed like it was a little, I don't even see the necessity to have that big old, you know what I mean? I mean, I can see her. Her dress was very elegant. It was beautiful. Um, you know, the whole nine yards. You know, it fit. And then him. I mean, it looked very rigid. And like I said, it just a, like a huge rug hanging off his chest. And you know, maybe I, it was knife proof. But here's my other thing. I just <laughs> let's go ahead and be really honest here. And this is the part that bothers me. Is is that you have been exiled to underground? Okay, you are living off what's left in a cave or, you know, this old subway and you're, you know, you're eating what you can hunt outside. Mm-hmm. There is no textile mill. There's nothing out there who's making these outfits and these garbs that are so on for you to have this occasion ready. You know what I mean? That just, it really, really surprises me that they have all this amazing supplies in this place for the very next ceremony every single time for whatever it is. And so that, that crap bothers me. Is well, it, able to generate human beings yeah well in this yeah place. well you know it's like the sixth day you know i mean there's like schwarzenegger <laughs> around the corner they're creating clones right and left you know Not i mean maybe he took some of <laughs> i mean i just that's it's what i'm getting no at cowboy way i mean just seriously well, I, mean, I mean he's like, already raided his old uh territory and he just raided bear claws yeah so, but I mean, do you, did you looking at this outfit right here do you think this is what he wore Based on the clothing attire when he had when he was the Baron, ops up. No, if you remember, he wore very proper clothes, long coats, this or so on. Down here, it's a whole different look for all these guys. It's very emo. Yeah, okay. I mean, and so this <laughs> this is a new outfit. Hey, Baron, it looked ba- brand new. Baron yeah. Bearclaw could have worn it. Like, I mean, we don't know. Bearclaw. You mean talking about chubby knuckle? Yeah. I mean, this stuff's blue, man. He <laughs> ate a lot of bearclaws <laughs> yeah. oh. on the gas station. <laughs> So that that was my gripe. I mean, it's small, it's yeah. You know, for the for this, but you know, like if you're going to show these people living in borderline filth, and you see her sweating this sort of stuff, and you don't see some some you know woman over there, you know, sewing something together with a foot pedal and everything else going, da 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 da. Don't show me this brand new rug you got wearing like Clint Eastwood. Okay. That's fair. Um. So they do their little marriage. How about the slicing of the hands again? I mean, I tell you, your hands have got to have like 47 scars on them if you're a baron. <laughs> well, at this point, he doesn't even feel it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, that tickles. <laughs> like, if I was Vale, you know, like, I'm just going to try to go a little bit extra deep on the hand, you know, see if I can take away a little nerve damage. Oh, yeah. No, I did like the part of her holding that knife for a second or two. She didn't have to say nothing. I'm, and you're like, mm, Lydia's like, do I run him through right here? Don't do it. Yeah, Lydia's like, um, give me that knife. <laughs> oh, she took it so quick. Yeah, no, almost stumbling to go get it too. Uh, so I really, I like that. That right there, again, another scene where your body language does more for the scene than you communicate. lines, yeah. Yeah, 100%. And, of course, you have the kiss, and she did it. Like I said, she did a really good job of doing all her parts. I was really impressed with how she did that. Um, you know, the, you could tell the kiss was uncomfortable. Heck, her level uncomfortable. of disgust throughout, like, this entire Amen. sequence. Amen. Keywords just... right there. Um, and then it's back to the the love nest or the dinner room table or uh, the, his office or his movie room or his opium smoking room, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> Some dingy hole. Yeah, yeah really. Um, Speaking of dingy holes. Uh, oh, <laughs> oh god i'm done good night <laughs> how dare you <laughs> speaking veil in such a poor way oh god you know you can again you haven't seen a shower down there yes. either and you know the must has got to be good with considering the sweat level on these people you can clearly mm-hmm. see that his men haven't showered no. no and there's no fresh air considering you only have what one window in a locked room and otherwise yeah. there's the door up in front that's one closed skylight <laughs> So you could you imagine the odor? It's like Walking Dead level stink oh, here. Oh God! You it's know? just 
pure Famunda cheese. <laughs> it is pure Daryl 24 Oh, God. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so they get to the nitty gritty. And about this time, you see Lydia contemplating get out of here because not contemplating vale. she's in a complete well you know you see her but because the reason she's <laughs> contemplating this is because Vale's like take care of my child take care of her giving you the clue of yeah. I'm, I'm about gonna to do murder. the deed yeah. you know I'm it, going to die right killing this mother yeah and uh, so you know, like you said Lydia waits and stuff and like you said you you see these 50 dudes out here you know they just respawns you know it's like Call of yeah. Duty you guys just keep popping up for a war scene um, and she takes off now, and leaves this, the door open like a rookie mistake. It is rookie, but not only that, this is what bothers me. Old curly haired guy, one of the, the wrinkly fellow, he hears, he looks over there, the guy tells him she's gone, this other so on. And so she's got at least 10 steps on him, out of sight, out of mind. Would y'all agree? He had the shortcut, bro. He yeah. got in front of her. And somehow he just turns left and gets right in front of her? I mean. Really? I can really see what Jake says because Lydia hasn't really been down there that long and they he's, know all these tunnels. He's the janitor. He knows all rooms, all doors. It's a stretch, but it was it was bad to me. Mm-mm. I mean, she had every bit of... She's running with a baby. You know, Henry, he's like 50 pounds at this point we just discussed. So. Yeah, well, the cloth was 50 pounds of sweat. Well, then I'm the trying. baby, you know. Yeah, yeah, that's just wet rags he's wearing. <laughs> Poor but bastard. I, come on. There, she was way out in front. I don't care. By the time he realizes it, I don't care what shortcuts you got. Unless you, unless you show a scene of her running in circles, like, I don't know how to get out of here, how to get out of here, and then all of a sudden he shows up, great. It just didn't convey that when you but, saw her running. I mean, even still, we still come down to the gate being locked. So, like, does it really matter? We know how this ends. Yeah. Yeah, this is not a good situation either <laughs> way it goes. Sh- did the bastard lock get <laughs> yeah, really. Voorhees came out. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Gotcha. So, and of course, what was this guy's name who shows up with the letter? He remember little, he was the saboteur. Boy. I don't know. God, I can't remember his name. And um, Captain Convenience. Yes, I, I thank believe you. is what his name. Look, is. I've got this letter. You know, and Sonny and and the widow Wait, are joined together. You know? <laughs> no, nothing that I did in the past five minutes really matters anymore. We've got to go tell. <laughs> We've got to get this to him. We, Quinn has to you know. know. Uh, and so you got Vale in there and, you know, we're losing a little article and this is where Quinn takes his shirt off and we, I'm sorry, this was not a scar. This is a birthmark. <laughs> Just give birth- him a break. <laughs> yeah. How about the continuity of his, uh, of his slashes? A few here, a few <laughs> here, uh, one here. You know, it was very, uh, well, it's like they modge do, podge, you know, they do the, the, the cross marks before they start coming back with the hash marks, you know right. what I'm talking about? Yeah. So make like, a series of five. So it's like put all the cross marks on there, and then start filling up your hash your marks. your tallies. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so, but you know what? If he had, if his looked just as good as Sonny, it probably wouldn't have been as good. You know, I mean, so him not being as complete as him, yeah, is probably for the better. You know, so I, I didn't have a problem with all that stuff. I thought I thought it was unique. That it was almost incomplete in comparison because there's nobody supposed to be as fulfilled as Sonny's. You know what I mean? How would y'all do your your kill marks? Oh, I'd have to be symmetrical. I mean, like if you, I'm sorry, I couldn't have one random over here and one over here on the gut. Can't see his, can't see his back though. No, it's like yeah, it's symmetrical. <laughs> Tattoo of fucking dolphins on his back. <laughs> oh, my God. It's just God. a bunch of child drawn dicks all over his back. Now you're coming like sabotage. It's like a giant penis on your back. Yeah. Oh, man. Your kill marks are the best. Yeah, really. Wow. But super bad. Just. Oh, it's a real veiny one. What? What was it? <laughs> Why do they call you dick back? <laughs> We have derailed. It's time to uh, cut it down here. Anyway, you know, I thought it was, like I said, it was good. Vale's going to pull out this this straight razor here. Cool as hell. I love those straight razors, man. You know, it's kind of crazy that she has access to such a thing. You know, is that... No, that was brought I mean, up on social media. Like, where did she, where did she get to have this? You know, this razor. She might have still had it, and like, 
I don't see that being unplausible. I mean, I feel like there's weapons. I, I don't everywhere. think it's unplausible. I'm just saying I, it's funny that on social media people like buzz us a lot, you know, and that that somebody brought that up and people were supporting it. Like, oh, how in the heck would she get a hold of a weapon like this? I'm like, mm. was there not a scene of her shaving Quinn early this season? There was a shaving scene, but I don't remember if it was her doing it or not. By the way, there's like 400 men down there apparently now. So Yeah, we're keeping it monopolizing. <laughs> so, um, I mean, there's going to be a stray razor blade somewhere. Yeah. Stole it off Edgar's twitching body. Oh! <laughs> she go. laid the pipe on him. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> you are wrong on so many levels, my sir. Um, anyway, so I guess you guys... All right, now tell me this. Now, she pulls this thing out, and she's got this above her head, right? And then Lydia busts up in there and goes, hey, 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 hey. Quinn lifts his head up, and you can clearly see the blades in her hand. Well, not right? only that, when she tries to open it, she actually hits Quinn with the uh, razor blade. Okay. It touches him. And so you see this, and then it cuts away real quick, and then it cuts back to a scene of her dropping it with his head back down. And you hear the thud, the thud, and I was like, uh. And I, I did this two or three times. I was like, okay, you just showed him the knife or the straight razor, and then they cut away to his head being back down to you to drop it. It was kind of like a little editing oops. I don't know. I enjoyed him. Have you no shame, woman? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now his lines are awesome. <laughs> now, in fairness, you know, Quid might have just been completely wrapped up in the moment. And not he could have. For all you know, his eyes are closed. And he's just, you know, he's in it. You know, he's thinking with his other brain. <laughs> yeah. you know? I mean, she is a gorgeous woman. So, I mean, it's not impossible. I just, I thought it was funny that, you know, the editing shows his head come up. Just, you know, like you would see it. And then next it comes back down. It cuts away. You know, but that's the only one I saw like that of the whole entire episode. Yeah. So, um, I do think it's kind of crazy that Lydia's like, "I'm escaping, I'm escaping." Wait, we gotta go tell Quinn. <laughs> Everything's, you know, and he's like, "All right, cool, yeah. go tell him." <laughs> you know? well, never well, mind no. the fact that you try to run away with Henry. Yeah, it wasn't that she was trying to tell Quinn. She was trying to tell Vale that Sonny's alive. Well, yeah, but I mean, she was she got out. Oh, she of, got away from the guy who caught her at the gate. You know what I mean? This was a no name. This is a guy with no name. Tag, oh, this remember? is henchman number yeah. two. Yes. Know? <laughs> This is ugly, wrinkled face guy number three. Whoever this actor is, we apologize yeah. for Jake and his <laughs> completely Rudeness. insensitive. No, there was a casting call. <laughs> Guys with weird faces. Ass face. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. He's not on Preacher yet. Yeah. All right. Um, that's arse. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway. So... And then that, you know, that's kind of the unveiling that, hey, he's alive, you know. And, and you Vale's reaction. is money, you know, good stuff. And then Quinn's kind of like, oh, shit, you know. <laughs> and that's kind of the end of their whole little story arc. Not consummated. Not consummated whatsoever. You know, something I was going to mention about those candles, did you notice when we were talking about at that ceremony, I meant to say, and I was really impressed, is that you noticed that there was a lot of those that had been melted down and had, like, oozed onto the different set pieces and everything like that. <laughs> And like that, and it was a really, really cool effect. And I applaud who's creating some of these things to give that visual effect. Because there was a couple times in this show that that became a real prominent thing again, and I, I definitely appreciate that. And I mean, it was somebody's job to literally watch candles melt. Burn, yes, there's no doubt. Um, so let's go back to Sonny, MK, and Baji. By this time, the plan has executed, and we have, mind you now, Two vehicles leaving the premises. Two. Dose. And she gave Sonny... Ten people. One person and ten people. I don't know if he yeah. was included in the ten, so it was like nine and one, or if it was ten plus one. That's correct. But max at 11. Now, right before this happens, you get to see the defector. You know, the guy who... Yes. That, and he comes there with his, you know, the ball head beaten up pretty good. And he puts on a pretty good show of... I thought he did a great job. You know, of convincing... I was so worried, like he was going to be cheese ball, you know, and they were going to accept cheese ball on this, you know, nope. and they did a really, really good job. So well they written lines, it, and then Widow's like, "Yeah, that's cute and all, but no, what, what's the real reason?" Right, and I thought all that was really, really good. Tilda's reaction in the background was good, you know. Did you find it interesting that he didn't say Sunny was involved at all, or do you think that that would have given it away? No, I don't, I don't think it was on purpose. You don't say Sunny. I yeah. think the whole deal was just MK. Uh, I did think it was strange that MK, the name MK was brought up by Tilda. You know, like he's like, ah, it's just like some initials and so on. I don't think that was weird because you know, she I mean, brought it up. You know what I mean? She still likes him. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, she's definitely got a soft spot for the boy. Maybe. 
<laughs> well, that new butterfly. I don't know. When she, when she I'll said, take her over MK any day. <laughs> well, when Tilda said Poor MK, Artemis. it lit up. <laughs> but, so, you know, like I said, I thought that was good. Well done. What I did not like about this, no Waldo for a second episode. In name, his name was brought up. Whoopee. But yeah, okay. it's not the same. I need Stephen Lang on screen. Being it's a two smart regions ass. down. Yeah, two regions yeah. down. Yeah, I mean, so um, I need both taking screens. Oh man, very difficult. <laughs> <laughs> man, you went there so wrong. Um, and so they leave, and sure enough, we get to the part where this is the whole setup. You know, we're at this. Mm-hmm. We're going wine or whiskey. You know, the barrels everywhere. Um, and so on. Tasting glasses all over the place. Yeah. And then there's one spot where there's five beer bottles that are turned upside down in a little deal. And it's purely there just so a sword can cut through all five of them above a person's head. No, 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 no. Those were the taps. No, those are glass bottles. I rewounded it. It was literally five I, bottles. I agree with you that it's taps, but I'm pretty sure they had <laughs> nozzles on them at the bottom to open up the kegs up. I'm not crazy. Are you a connoisseur or something earlier? I am. <laughs> Maybe I'm an alcoholic, <laughs> all right? Get off me. <laughs> We're going to deal with this right now? <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so they get there. And again, like we said, 10 plus 1. Okay. How many so, white shirts die? At least 37. I really, really want to go back, rewind, and count. We should. Uh, that's a good That's a good. Idea. I want to say... 10 or arrived, make it 37 work. died. Hold on, though. They arrive at this warehouse, and there's one already there. So maybe there were more guys in the warehouse. There shouldn't have been, though, is the thing. If they were there as an ambush, an ambush to an ambush? No, nah, I'm just saying they pull up, and a dude opens the door for them, remember? Yeah. And they drive right in. There might be more guys there. That's the only... Plausible reason I can give them. But there shouldn't be, is the thing, because she just gave him these people. Ten plus one. I know. And so, like, if she had an ambush set up, theoretically, I would think that she would want to be there for it as well. I think she's underground. She don't want to come and out see, of nowhere. I didn't see a guy waiting. What I saw was a guy opening the door. For all you know, that's one of the ten who just opens the place up for them to have this meeting. Very possible. There's no middle scene. We don't know. And like her whole comment to her region over there was, so is that our people don't have to die. So our people don't have to die, or whatever. So there's no way I believe there's more than ten whites. But let me tell you, Sonny kills over ten solo. You know, and then Tilda the widow, him. the Tilda, and everybody else. MK's got at least five. I mean, where our kill count is well over thirty, and. Man. Was happy to see butterflies getting their asses tore up. Yes. Thank you. I saw at least two or three get sliced in half, killed, whatever yep. you want to call it. And I put that in my notes. Like, yes, they are vulnerable. They can actually <laughs> die. Well, not only that, how great was it to actually see clippers from somebody else that can actually fight and do something? I mean, oh, these yeah. clippers Even Sonny were, was having yeah. a deal. I mean, yeah. these clippers were legit. Widow struggled a little bit. Like you said, Sonny was struggling. Tilda had to do some special moves to get out of situations. I mean, there was uh, this was the most realistic like clipper clipper battles. You know what I mean? That did not involve main characters being so dominant. You know what I mean? Because every other time it's been like one is just decimates the other. You know what I mean? And this time we actually have a good mixture of folks. At what point is MK gonna know how to fight? Never. Well, I think he has skills, but he's defensive. Yeah, mostly. he's not an aggressive attacker. You see that when he does the flying 30-foot kick across the air, you know. Well, I'm just saying, Well, I like, mean, I think he's just defensive because he's afraid of losing control. I'm just saying the Abbots trained him constantly, day correct. in, day out. And they're, like, the best fighters. You know what well, I'm Well, you know, Sonny trained him for a while, too. So, I mean, he's got skills. He does. But, like, like you said, I'm with you. Most of his fighting looks like he's defending himself. Well, it always looks like he's being backed into a corner like, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit. You know yeah. what I mean? So I, I just always, like, I don't feel like they give him enough. I mean, somebody is always saving his ass. I mean, always. Correct. And I just, I'm just surprised by that. I feel like he should know more skill at this point. He's got to be better than the average clipper. 
Correct. I mean, not really. I mean, he's really only been fighting, what, a year, if that? No, it's longer than that. No, because he wasn't fighting before Sonny found him. Sonny didn't start training him immediately. Yeah. He's been with the Abbots like nine months. So, I mean. He's got enough skill. To and the Clippers it. really haven't been fighting necessarily. Because, like I said, the wars didn't happen. No, but, I mean, they've been training since they were kids, most no, of them. I, I agree. Would say. I agree. I mean, he's pretty far behind, even though he's had excellent teachers. <clears throat> and I think he's still I got, like, that thing in the back of his head, like, oh, my God, I killed my mom. Like, I don't want to be an aggressive fighter. Yeah. That's just how I'm looking at it. All though. right. Well, let's back this up for a second. <clears throat> Widow gets there, does her big surprise, and then Sonny prevents her from. Yeah, magically shows up and right beside her and puts the throat, you know, sword to her throat. Um, and her first response, which is her only response, is, is that I know where Vale is. Don't kill me. I'll take you to her. Da 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 da. You know what I mean? And then it turns into okay now. I'm on your side, just just that quick. Which I was fine with all that. The thing that was kind of curious is is that Baji never joins in the situation. Gets to the window and watches. I was okay with that. Yeah, I didn't want to see him get in there. I think he wanted to see how it would play out. I don't see what he would have contributed to the fight. I don't know. We're talking about a guy who can do... Oh, fantastic fighter. Backflips. <laughs> yeah. But well, like, did you see, you just see Stephen Fung's tweet, you know, mm-hmm. uh, you know, at Sammo Hung, is that, is that how, I think that's how you pronounce his name, or Hong. Anyway, uh, you know, a little, little more robust man that can do some heck of life moves and stuff like that. Yeah. I had no idea. I'd actually seen him in some different films, and so it was pretty cool. It was a shout out, so. Um, but, like, I mean, him just, like, coming into the middle of the fight after our people had already pretty much fairly had it handled but i didn't see him adding anything to the scene i'm gonna go ahead and be premature on this and go ahead and talk about it he we have some theories out there about who flea might be all right hit me with someone. and so people were like well you know maybe it's widow maybe somebody you know maybe it's tilt or this that or so on and you know i, I kind of like the idea like we talked about and which this also came from a viewer is is that you have to think that when this flea was around that this was many many years ago small skinny, whatever you want to call it. Do we to believe that possibly Baji is watching and realizes that the widow is the flea and is, you know, did not go in there because of that? And that's what our next episode is going to be is the revelation of... I hope I, not. I know who you are. I really hope not. Should I unveil my... Yes. Massive reaching... Yes. Theory? You know, complete dog shit? Yes, by no, all means. No, go right no, ahead. No. This is beauty <laughs> in the making. Uh, okay. I'm happy you're sitting on that couch over there. So I unleashed this mass text out to my boys here <laughs> <laughs> that I think Baji is MK's dad and Flea might be the mother that MK may or may not have may or may not have killed. And the reason she fleed, flee, fleed. <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, remember he said she just ran. She didn't say bye or nothing. She just ran was maybe because she was pregnant and wanted to get away. So, that's my crazy theory. I do have the feeling that wow. MK didn't kill his mom. Maybe he thinks he did. Well, they definitely give us some clues about that, about what the whole, you know, don't believe everything, you can't trust the mirrors, that kind of stuff. Right, and you, if you remember, it was it's his mom that was the wooden, with the book and stuff, right? Yes. That he got about, what's the name of the damn city again? God, so no. the A. Azra. Azra. Right, and now Baji wanted that compass real bad, and takes it too. So if he thinks that'll lead him to flee, I I think my theory is possible at least. It is possible. Uh, I will give you that. It guess it just just depends on how long ago Baji was with Flea, what the time scale or is. how old Baji is. Correct. Well, yeah. we found out the master's like one hundred and sixty. Yeah, oldest shit. So the abbots can obviously live long time. The ones with the powers can. Well, you have to also understand is that you know we we want to believe that everybody is just human like us, but this is an an alternate reality, you yeah. know. And for all you know, lifespan is much different for different things or whatever. So that's the it's, those are the little tidbits of information we don't have that. But I think what you've said is not complete dog shit. But it is you know it's stinking, but it ain't you know I don't see the turd. Yeah, it, it's got possibilities. And there's no way Baji would know MK was his son either. They've never met. 
Um, then Flea is going to have to have a much different ethnic background for MK to even be well, Baji. We saw her. You know what I mean? And she is. She looks like she's of either Latin descent or Middle Eastern descent. So, yeah, it's uh, going to have to be a part of it. But I don't know. You know, I mean, if we saw his mother, his mother did not did not look like a formidable person who was a fighter or. Well, she didn't have to be since she had the power. Yeah. And Flea's not supposed to look formidable. Just a little teeny. Woman. I agree. Like I said, it was 100% plausible. Yeah. You know, it, it is plausible. Do I think that's what's going to happen? Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> no. How do I put this gently? Uh, I just here's no my thing is is that there is a reason Baji did not go with them, and there's a reason Baji was given a key to go on his own, and there's a reason Baji followed to go and witness this. And so, what is in this fight, or what is in this room that he needs to witness by himself? Well, to to make it something worthwhile for the next episode is a reveal. So to me, my estimation of all that is is that the reason they kept him separate as a follow, to see it from a distance, not get involved, is because he sees something. And the only thing that we have a mystery on right now is who Flea is or what his motives are for Azra. And so out of that room, the only thing I can figure is is that he's witnessing Flea possibly. And think about somebody, if you had a distinctive look that you would recognize, even if you were much older, the widow's got to be right up there with that hair, you know, color and distinctive, you know what I mean? Things of that nature. So who has the book? The widow does. Or, or does Vale have it? But didn't uh, widow, she was like, widow told her to keep looking at it, but then gave her up. Okay. So she still has the book. But MK told Baji about the book. Yes. And who has it. Correct. So that could be why he wants to come near to get the book. It's very possible. Yeah. So. I don't know. I mean, it's just the way I look at that and stuff. But the fight scene itself, I thought it was well choreographed, pretty cool. None of it was that ridiculous. I can fly 37 feet across the air or that kind of stuff. No, no, no. I of thought that, that you know, the spins, the moves. The actual killing I, blows. Yeah, I actually liked it. The good guys were actually in peril in different places. You Tilda, the, the stab in the head was pretty awesome. Yeah, dude. You know, and then not only that, the reverse stabs to the gut, something that come over the top of her. Oh yeah, flip the blades. Yeah, yeah I thought that was pretty sweet. I, I, mean, I love that she's got the two short blades. You know, it's not like she has you know the widow's long distance and knives, not yeah. knives, but swords and stuff like that. I love that they had their own personality with their own weapons. But I've got to say, I've completely soured on a silver moon sword. This thing is just ridiculous. Yeah, when you when you see it next to her neck with all the little hoops on it, it was cool the first ten times we saw it. Like, yeah, I don't just, know. I mean, I it just it seems like too big. Cool. I think there's a reason we keep seeing it, and it just makes me believe that Moon's going to be coming back for his sword. Yeah, you know, that's a that's a part of it. You know, I think the sword's just too big for Sunny. Is the problem for me? Yeah. Well, the other thing is too is that is Moon going to come back and look like Merle with a you know a handmade <laughs> dagger stuck to his his nub. You know, oh man, he should be. Yeah, or just be like Ash and we just give him a chainsaw hand. <laughs> yeah. hey, look, I just oh, got look. stars. I've been watching. This Ash is my boomstick. So, <laughs> you primates touch me. <laughs> oh, I love it. Yeah, shop my... smart. Shop <laughs> S smart. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, I thought this fight was pretty badass. I mean, I think they did a pretty good job. I, I agree. It's kind of. Too many white shirts, obviously. I think that numbers don't... If you did go back and watch, the numbers won't add up. They will not. Um, I will say Tilda doesn't really even need knives. Give her infinite throwing stars. Yes. She is a monster. No one could get even close to her. Uh, she just needs a baggie. It's got about 30 of them in them. And she just flings them, goes by and picks them off their skull. And goes to the next one, flings it, picks it off their skull. Deadly with throwing stars. Yes. Give her like the uh, just seven throwing knives and stuff. So oh, like yeah. you say, she can just easily pick them up. And it's stuff. like Desperado. Just have the vest that just has them everywhere. Yeah. Yes. You know what exactly. I mean? Just Danny pull, Trejo style. Yeah, uh, pulling them from everywhere. Do we yeah. give her the tattoo as well? Uh, well, if they show her chest with a giant, <laughs> you know, lady on her chest, <laughs> things can get awkward. Oh, that'd be uh, terrible. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Artemis, no. Oh my gosh. There it goes. <laughs> we have derailed again. Uh, but, but no, I'm just saying. Yeah, I know. All no. she has to do is like throw a rock at you with her left hand, distract you for 
a split moment. <laughs> and then three throwing stars will be in your face. Yes. I mean, death. I'm yeah. with you. I'm with you 100%. Uh, there was some people on social media calling BS on the Ninja Stars. Like, even if it did penetrate, you know, your skull, it wouldn't kill you as fast as it does. Or if it did hit you in the body or your face, it would not kill you. It would just be a, you know, a two-inch deep wound to your face. You <laughs> to know? which I respond, rule of cool. You know, you know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. Show that body going, ah! <laughs> yeah, yeah, really. You know what I mean? He ain't getting up and fighting anymore. <laughs> yeah. And so my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> you hit some yeah. special part of the brain. I don't even know why I'm here. Yeah, really. Lobotomies. It's <laughs> regarding Henry right here now. <laughs> just, I'm sure. How, I'm how many movie here. comparisons have we thrown out here today? <laughs> All right. I mean, you just pulled regarding Henry out. <laughs> I mean, it's classic. <laughs> anyway, so the like I said. There's 30, 35, 40, 47 white bodies on the ground. And, oh, man, Chow, she's lost three regents in a row. Yeah, I mean, you really think about it. She position. lost one of the conclave. Then she loses one. You know, he's the first He's the first death at the widow's, you know, ambush. Actually, that's another reason there wasn't more white dudes there. They dropped They dropped homeboy from the ceiling, so they were there before it even went down. And his, his throat's cut. And then she runs through the other guy, you know, so I mean, next why person they kill the guy. <laughs> why they kill him? Uh, well, his yeah. info was completely legit, solid. Other than not seeing the River King around, yeah. but before we go any further, we did not discuss the two moments that make me so angry okay. about any episode that ever comes on here. Sonny and the widow go back to back. We get a knowing slow mo. Glance into each other's eyes. <laughs> Glance back at the scene. Hey, this- it, they could have got away with one of them. But then they bounce up onto the top of this little table thing. And they look at each other again. <laughs> Slow-mo. And then they look back at the fight. And they go back at it. I'm look, just like, obviously, <gasps> obviously, the writers and directors are giant Charlie's Angel fans. Because no. this was like the repeat of Charlie's Angel's. I get huge douche chills when I get douche chills. <laughs> Awful. I, I'm not a big fan of that either. It's just like when we were at the conclave and they bounce up onto that tail and they all look at each other with their weapon and the wind's blowing and, you know, uh, here I am, you know. There might as well have been a Creed song playing. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. No, I'm not even going to do it. Please that. don't. I'm not. I thought about it. It's like, no. I'll be hard. <laughs> I just, oh, they can... Go far away from doing that ever anymore. Yes. It's just that that is so not the rule of cool. You know, I mean, that is just Ooh. the total opposite of please do not do. There's cheese balls rolling out of our box everywhere. <laughs> there's just, it was, I know what you're saying. I, I just, they I was hoping built, to bypass it. They haven't built that like chemistry. You know what I'm saying? We're not talking about Riggs and Murtaugh. You know what I mean? Where they have no. yeah. a connection. Yes, there's no doubt. You know, I, I just don't want to see that anymore. That's fair. No, I mean, back to back, you know, I mean, just don't, don't Ooh. look at each other like we got this, you know what I mean? <laughs> the only thing more cheese is they turn around and give each other a high five when it's over, you know, just, just a little pat in the butt. Yeah. Good job. Oh, good I mean, job good for Sonny, bad for Widow, yes. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> got a tight bun back yeah. there. See in the showers after. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> But you know, I, I feel you, man. It, it, just can't do it. You can't do can't that. Can't do it. It's the it's the second time we've had the Charlie's Angels, you know, montage. Montage, or... and it's just not necessary. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So again, we're left with the whole situation of you know, Baji's out there. We don't see what's happening with him. We don't. Quinn is just unveiled that he knows Sonny's on his way, and he's partnered with a widow. And so it's like a backstab to a backstab to a backstab. Um, and that's kind of where we were left. And, you know, hanging is the, and then of course, we'll veil the look of, oh my God, he's alive. Yeah. Um, so we have two episodes left, you know, and of course, the preview. Let's not even talk about it. You know, I hope people didn't see it. I wouldn't I talk didn't. about it. I'm with you. I say we just completely don't mention it. Because it is, if you have not seen the preview, which I'm going to more of you have, it. Damn don't. it! It, it just, just join, don't watch join it. me. Like stop watching the previews. Be surprised. Ugh. Uh, I got. We got to talk to these people. Whoever's putting these previews together. Well, stop. The problem it. is, it's like sent to a third company, and they don't care about 
plot or anything, and they just create the best looking trailer. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, AMC, just start doing your own commercials. I mean, think about this episode here. I mean, it wasn't until the last ten minutes that we get the scene of Sonny putting the sword up to the widow's throat. Mm-hmm. That that's fifty. You know, out of an hour, fifty minutes in, we know. What's about to happen and what's going to happen in the episode. You know, for the majority of the episode, Sonny's not in danger, which obviously you probably already know since he's the main yeah, character. Exactly. But, like, you know, he's at the end of the yeah. episode. Uh, I just, um, that's got to stop that bottom yeah. line, you know, and, and that, that drives me bonkers. Um, but again, like I said, going over the entire episode, I think that was, to me, it was a slight improvement from last week. I do, like, there were some really cool fight scenes. I love some of the violence they had. I thought that they did a really good job with acting with some other characters who have not brought to the, you know, have not been the highlight of the episode too much. Um, but they did have some Charlie Angel moments, <laughs> and they did have some other stuff that could have been left off. But other than that, yeah. you I know. I mean, not the best writing, but like you said, some of the best acting that we've had in the series, a lot of the lighting was really good. I personally enjoyed a lot of the costumes, nipple clamps and all. And uh, <laughs> That's whatever you're into, bro. <laughs> <laughs> We're all about acceptance here. Oh, thank <laughs> you. <laughs> Some things. Yeah. Anyway, guys. <laughs> Some Zach's dick tattoos. On his <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, that's and I've lost my train of thought. Yes. Uh, Guys, if you, if you enjoyed the episode or thought we were ridiculous with dick, dick tattoos or anything else, uh, you know, or we were too far one way, too far another, whatever, let us know. We, we've, for the last few weeks, we've been kind of um, a little more critical on the show than we have in the past. But again, the show has done some things that kind of makes you scratch your head. But we've got a lot more comments, a lot more emails, a lot more stuff coming in because of these things. And if that's something you enjoy, or you you know enjoy, enjoy. or, or a cup of Joe like to debate, or you know whatever, we 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 enjoy it. So don't hesitate to contact us. Like I said, we're on Twitter, Blue TV Podcast. We're on Facebook. We have now started adding to YouTube. Yep. Uh, we have a channel on YouTube, so you know if it's easier to listen on that, you know, hey, more power to you. We've heard we've heard complaints about podcast apps and everything else. Uh, but give us a shout. Let us know what's going on. Um, but other than that, guys, like I said, one of our fave shows. And we look forward to the last two episodes, in which I can't believe is about to happen in two weeks. So Crazy. But uh, other than that, we're going to call it a night. This is Bleed TV, and I'm Zach. I'm Jake. And I'm Cash. And we'll see you all next week. <laughs> <laughs>